What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome to another edition of Football Full Circle right here on the grid. Thanks for watching and listening, everybody. Appreciate it. So, uh, George, we're going to get right into the news surrounding the NFL, talking all NFL this hour. Uh, We got an interview a little bit later this hour with Brian Costello of the New York Post about the Jamal Adams trade, Joe Douglas's reaction to that trade. Uh, I think you'll uh, enjoy listening to his insight. So, uh, George, Damian Williams, I, I wanted to bring up this story first because okay, George and I, we should just tell everybody, George and I have a little bit of a running joke uh, that the show should change its name to Circling the Drain because in some ways it does feel like we are doing that. We're staving off uh, the temporary or long-term suspension Inevitable. of these sports, baseball, Second team has been hit with coronavirus. Uh, their games have been canceled, St. Louis Cardinals. So we understand the for, the things that are, are in front of us, the hurdles that are in front of us in order to complete these seasons. But in terms of Damian Williams' opt-out, he was one of the high-profile players that opted out. And I do think there's a human side to this that sometimes goes under-discussed, not reported well enough. And I I think it's important to note why he's doing this. Nate Solder has a history of cancer with both himself and his five-year-old son. Marcus Cannon was a survivor of non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Damian Williams, the star running back, perhaps robbed of the Super Bowl MVP by the half-billion-dollar man. Two touchdowns in the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl, has opted out this season. And the reason is because his mother has stage four cancer. He revealed that today. He's dealing with a major family issue with everything that's going on, quote from him. He said this on Sirius XM NFL radio, with everything that's going on, she was the only one there for me. I never had the opportunity to have my dad there. My mom is my rock, my everything. So during a hard time like this, I think I should be next to her every step. Listen, and I, I love that. I respect hey. that. I think it's the way most people should do. You can I understand if you're a Chiefs fan or, you know, you drafted Damian Williams in the third round of your fantasy league, you're upset right now. You know, hey, if you drafted Edwards Hilaire, you're probably celebrating. But, uh, you know, every player has to do what is best for them. We don't know what is going on in every player's personal life about why they are had decided not to play. I think there are very few players, especially in football, that are going to say, eh, I want a year off. I have no other reasons. I just don't feel like playing. Your career is so finite 
or you're not going to have a 10, 12-year career. Most of these players, you need to play and make that money while you can. Especially uh, his better, position. Right, running back especially, right? They don't last long as it is. Plus, he has someone challenging for a starting job. I mean, right? It's his I mean, replacement. He may not He's even be there. He's in the last year of his contract. He may not be on the Chiefs next season. All right? I think that contract would toll, so he'd still be on the last year technically. But we all know those yeah. contracts are written on paper. <laughs> None if the uh, Chiefs want to go uh, that way. Yeah, that's right. But I, I said I don't blame these players. You have to do what's best for you, what's best for your family, and take care of them. Right? Family's forever. You know, so I don't. I'm not angry at Damian Williams. I'm not angry angry at Nate Solder. I'm not angry at any of these players, or really at any sport that decides to take the year off. Yeah, uh, we talked about football in general. I think we're over 30, around 30 players right now. Uh, they'll be rolling in uh, over the weekend, uh, and that number will concede will definitely go up before Monday, which is the deadline, August 3rd. Uh, but I, I, I thought it was important to kind of start out and say, look. This is difficult for everybody and for those of us to say, why wouldn't the football players just go out there? They'll be fine. They're young guys. They're healthy. Well, there's other reasons. He doesn't want to expose her. And with stage four cancer, we've seen other football players in the past take time off. Chris Spielman famously did this when his wife was battling cancer. He took a year off in the middle of his career. So I respect it. I just think it's a, a really cool story and gives you some insight as to him, the person as opposed to him the fantasy football asset absolutely i think we're gonna hear a lot of stories about this about uh, players who opting out for this reason for that reason you mentioned it could be a kid could be your wife you know could be in this case a, a mother uh in-laws that live with you all sorts of things i also wonder this you know our uh, this really goes back to baseball a little bit but we're hearing now that ison diaz is thinking about opting out for the marlins not because of anything in his life, but because, what is it, 18 teammates have it. You know, and maybe he thinks, you know what, this is nuts. This is just nuts. I wonder if what's happening in baseball is going to push more football players out and going, you know what, if one person gets it, I have a better chance of getting it. I think it's it already has. not worth it. I think it already has to some extent, right? It's got to have an impact on guys that have said something this week. Perhaps their decisions were already made. Um, I, you and I discussed that August 3rd deadline. Maybe it's a little too early. I understand if you're the GM, it can't be September 3rd, simply because guys walking away right before the season, you don't have any time to install a backup that could take care of the assignments that he was supposed to take care of. So from that perspective, I understand why uh, it's as early as it is, but I would assume baseball is having some impact on this decision-making process. And I welcome in the radio audience to hear your response to that. Yeah, I wonder, uh, I think August 3rd is, is way too early. I just do. Why can't it be done before final cuts? Either way, if, you, if a guy does walk away, because... you'll have to be able to pick up somebody from another team who got cut at the same position if you want that guy. Rather than make the, Why make the player make a choice, which might be an uninformed choice, in three days or tomorrow? You know, why? Why yeah. not give them all the opportunities? I wouldn't want a player to say, you know, on Monday, well, I'm not sure here, but I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, edge on the side of a caution. I'm going to opt out. When two weeks, he might be like, all right, it was okay. I'm going to be all right. I'll play. They won't be available for those opt out financial deals, I would presume, if they walk away after that. I, I, I think it's difficult. I understand why it's early because it gives the team a better chance of fielding a more competitive team across the board. If Damian Williams walked away right before the season, hard to get a replacement that's of his ilk. So we'll come back after this and talk about Antonio Brown right here on FFC. Get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Watching Sports Grid. Get on the grid. Back on the grid with George Kurtz. Please follow us on Twitter at Sports Grid and on Instagram at Sports Grid TV. George is at George Kurtz um, at Mike Blue. George gets the hate mail. I get the niceties. Uh, we'll see how that works out long term. Maybe we switch uh, when the season starts. I don't know. I, I don't feel good about it. But uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, news on Antonio Brown. I I'll be honest. I. I tend to avoid discussing the daily goings-on in Antonio Brown's life, the constant, I'm retiring, I'm not retiring. I find it to be boring because I don't really believe him every time he says he's going to walk away. So what's the point of saying something for news sake when I don't really believe it's true and I end up being right? I'm not saying I'm a soothsayer. I'm saying I think the guy talks too much. And a lot of the things he says just sort of fade away, right? Oh, oh, absolutely. He certainly talks too much. I mean, we love social media because it gets it gives us information, but a lot of players, man, they really need to stay off of it. It, yeah. it only gets you in trouble. I think they want they want to be heard because everybody wants to be heard, right? Everybody wants to talk, hear their voice, and he has said some things that we know he's not going to follow through on, and that have got him in trouble. All right. So the report it comes first by Robert. Clemco, he's a staff writer of the Washington Post. Antonio Brown is being suspended for eight games for violation of the NFL conduct, personal conduct policy, beginning whenever he signs per league source. Uh, To follow up, Adam Schefter says if Antonio Brown is signed before the start of the 2020 season, he would be eligible to participate in his club's preseason activities. Brown's suspension would take effect as a final roster deduction on September 5th, he would be eligible to return after the team's eighth game. There was some confusion uh, when this story first came out, but to to let everybody know, if he remains unsigned, he can return in week nine. So it is for the first eight games of this season, George. It does not matter whether he's signed or not. It's not if he signs, then it's eight games. It's the first eight weeks of the 2020 NFL season or the team's first eight games, whichever. Um, He's already effectively served a 14-game suspension by nobody having signed him. So you tack this onto that. I, I, I'd sort of put them together. It's a harsh penalty, but there's a lot going on with Antonio Brown. And frankly, the book isn't closed on all of it. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to say I put them together. Nobody signed you. Nobody signed you. There was no suspension. The team could have done it. You made that bet yourself. All right. Oh, uh, agreed. With, agreed. Right. I'm just saying that he served a suspension by way of his actions because... He made himself radioactive. Right. That's what you do when you keep when you give up on two teams. Yeah. Right? When you screw over the Steelers and certainly screw over the Raiders and force no them out. Right. I'm not I'm not feeling bad for the man. Uh, I thought it would be eight games. Uh, originally when we talked about this a couple of months you ago. It. I said six, you said eight. Yeah, I just thought I I'm listen, I try I know using logic with the NFL, probably not the brightest way to do things. But Especially if you're going to give Zeke suspension six, policy. right. I mean it's it's really a guessing game. If you're gonna give Zeke six for what he did, well then Brown went way over that. So it's got to be worse. He has multiple, multiple uh, transgressions here to, to go over. It'll be interesting to see if a team will sign him. As you mentioned, it's just the first eight games of the season, not uh, when he signs. Uh, do you want to sign him for what's going to be? He's going to want some money. I mean, you know, so I don't know what team's going to have the cash to sign him. The distraction that comes along with it. What's he going to do for eight weeks? 
is he a guy you really want to be out on his own for eight weeks away from the team in September and October? The weird thing is, he looks in great well. shape. Guy keeps himself in an unbelievable it's, shape. There's nothing on the field. He's great. One of the greatest receivers ever on the field. It's everything that comes along with it. Everything right. that comes along with it. I mean, alone. I as a as a teammate, I wouldn't want him on my team alone because I keep remembering the last game of the Steelers, what the 18th season, when he just said, "Hey, ah, yeah. no," you know. And that was a, a great. The Steelers were unlikely to make the playoffs anyway. They needed a lot of help, but they needed to win that game first. And he gave up on yeah. the team. And as a teammate, I can't forgive that alone. He no showed a playoff game. It wasn't an actual playoff game, but it it was a playoff game. We all know how this works. They're playing in. If they won, they could have gotten in. He didn't. He didn't show up. He tried to show up Sunday morning after not showing up to practices during the week and said, "I'm ready to go." And he hung out on the sidelines in a fancy coat and took off before the game was over. So he made it easy on the Steelers. I'm done. Really feeling bad for him in, in any capacity if I ever was in the first place. It is what it is. It's the eight-game suspension, and per NFL media, uh, it covers two of the three pending items against him. An accusation that Brown harassed via text message a woman who went public with concerns about Brown's behavior to SI.com, and an arrest followed by a no-contest plea on felony and misdemeanor charges from earlier this year after an altercation with the driver of a moving truck. You know, it's there's so much going on. I don't even remember that. I, I I think maybe I've blocked him out, but I don't even remember the instance that is I being believe discussed. The guy, there. He didn't pay the guy, and the guy wanted to get paid, and Brown assaulted him. I, I believe that's what happened there. But there were we saw multiple things on uh, your whatever uh, social media you want to use when he was uh, yelling at. I don't know if it was the mother of his children or something with children and using all sorts of epithets that you just can't use. That that doesn't help your case any when you try and uh, do this. And even if the NFL says it's only these two things, well, of course they took those into consideration as well. You know, police officers, the whole deal. That sort of, I mean, it just makes you look bad. It just makes you look bad. I said, I'm as curious as anybody else. I, I, there's no doubt in my mind. He is a difference maker on the field, right? He, He can transcend any team. We saw Lamar Jackson, or we heard Lamar Jackson this week, pretty much stumping for him. Hey, you know, we, we, he'd be great here. He used some words he probably shouldn't have used that may, may, people made fun of as far as that, I don't know, Brown never gives up or something like that, or never quits, uh, which we know he has. He meant it in a different context, but uh, some of the people in the media had fun with that. I just think, Mike, if I'm a GM, I'm a coach, no. No, I just I don't want to deal with it. You know, as a coach, I don't think I certainly don't want to deal with it. I just I don't need the headache that he might bring to my team. Belichick couldn't get, you know, he wasn't bad with them, but it didn't work out there either. And if it can't work out for Bill, I'm just well, not so sure what coaching at home. I mean, it's kind of like getting into it with Bob Kraft. You know, the day after they cut him for obvious reasons, he's like getting into it, Bob Kraft. It's just anyway, uh, via NFL media, the punishment does not include an allegation of sexual assault and rape made against Brown in a civil lawsuit filed last September. The league apparently is going to await resolution. This is all via Pro Football Talk and Mike Florio. Uh, The league will await resolution of that lawsuit before making a decision as to whether further punishment is required, which they obviously can do, uh, but also not will not place Brown on the commissioner exempt list if he signed before the civil lawsuit results in a verdict, dismissal, or a settlement. So uh, a lot there. Uh, that's the bottom line. He's out for the first eight weeks of the season or the first eight games of whatever team chooses to sign him. I think Tampa is one of those teams that's absolutely still looking at him, even though uh, Bruce Arians said no go. Um, The Ravens are one of those. Seattle, it makes the most sense for Seattle from a football standpoint. I really think it makes them a a really legitimate threat. I think Jamal Adams helps. I think Antonio Brown makes them better than the Niners, possibly. I think that's the kind of difference maker it could be, he could be if they went more vertical with him. But I don't know if Pete Carroll's going to do it. Don't know. I agree with everything you said, right? Uh, I don't think he's going to Tampa. They don't need him, right? They just don't need another they receiver. They don't. You got Evans, you got Godwin, you got Gronkowski, you got Brady. You just but don't Brady need Brady won't leave it alone. Brady no, Bra- won't leave it alone. Brady's, I mean, you just don't need it. If it's, it's just, it would, I think it would hurt the team more because I think Evans and uh, Guy would be upset about it. We don't need this. And now you're taking away cats, taking away f- uh, you know food out of my mouth and my contract and my numbers here. So I don't see him going there, even though Brady keeps stumping for it. I don't think Harbaugh is going to deal with it. 
but with Brown, I just don't see that happening either. Seattle does make the most sense. They need his kind of player. Carroll, the strong head coach, Russell Wilson, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. But I keep going back to that Carroll says a lot of things, but then doesn't follow through. You know, uh, Kaepernick. Oh, he brought Kaepernick. Yeah. Oh, I should have signed Kaepernick. Yeah, but you didn't. You know, that sort of thing. You'll say all the right things, but then you won't do it. You know, so uh, I don't think he's going there either. I think he's going to have a tough time finding any team. I can tell you this. As a Cowboy fan, I am very thankful that they are loaded at wide receiver because Jerry Jones would oh, yeah. definitely take a shot. If the Cowboys had the receiving group they it's had like two right, years ago yeah. before right Cooper. Down, right down Broadway right for down, Jerry. Right, right. I mean, he would just... definitely take a shot. Uh, I, I don't think there's any doubt about it. And it's funny because as I was rolling through the teams in my head, I was like, man, if there was a spot, <laughs> they'd be looking at it. But the Cowboys are actually loaded at wide receiver. Whether or not you think they overpaid Amari Cooper, they are loaded. C.D. Lamb fell to them, and they got Michael Gallup. We had a good season there last year. We're going to come back to a little bit more news and notes uh, regarding certain players, including somebody that did end up in Tampa. Mike and George back on FFC. Get on the grid. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb. Tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Back on the grid, football full circle, Mike and George uh, welcoming in our radio audience. Thanks for listening to us. And we're getting into uh, a little bit of news and notes here uh, regarding the NFL. Obviously, this whole show is really dedicated to NFL news and notes, but some quick hitting stuff here. And it is that time of year, George. We're in August, and it's that time of year where you like to say, how do we know when a coach is lying, when his lips are moving? So we do our best to sift through what the coaches are telling the reporters and then trying to figure it out from there. Uh, you had a note uh, during the break. We were talking about how it is going to be a little bit more difficult for us to get some news this year, correct? Yeah, I mean, the reporters aren't going to have the access they normally have because of what's going on with the pandemic and COVID. You know, they're not going to be all over the locker room, all over the practice fields. Uh, and I think, listen, I don't think, I think professional sports sort of like this, by the way. I think they might use use this as an excuse, even in, uh, when the pandemic's by us, to, uh, to have, I guess, loosen the access. Or, uh, I should say tighten the access yeah, reporters yeah. have to the team here. I think they might. this might go on for a few years yet, which is silly, by the way. Yeah, they're going to report some things you don't want reported, but they also bring publicity to your game. And there are reasons why people— Media members have fought for so long to get the access that they have. Right. It, it's— it's probably not a good idea for NFL teams, but I do think this is coming for a little bit here that we're going to see this uh, play out not the way, not fan friendly. 
that's really what it comes down to. It's not fan friendly if the reporters don't have access. We can't, you know, we can't see, read stories, see highlights, certain highlights of practice games of uh, video. Is hard knocks still happening? I think it is. Well, I shouldn't say that. As far as I know, it is for the two LA teams, correct? I haven't heard it canceled. It's supposed to be the two LA teams, but, but how can it happen? How can you have the, those uh, that kind of access in this environment? Those league sponsored. Yeah, that's, that's really so what it do is. What money, they want. money talks. It's not a. It's a, It's like a league sponsored HBO partnership, right? So, uh, anyway, uh, so that that's going to restrict access, but we are getting some quotes. Some good, some not so good, but generally, when the coaches are talking, they're being effusive with their praise of said player. Uh, and this one is a guy that George and I both like for this season. I'm particularly on board in terms of his fantasy value this year. I think he could be a league winner, and that's Will Fuller. Bill O'Brien, this is via Aaron Wilson, uh, Houston Texans reporter for the Houston Recon- uh, Chronicle, excuse me. Bill Bryan on wide receiver Will Fuller, who has recovered from offseason groin surgery. Quote, we're excited about having him for 16 games. He looks as good as he's ever looked. How about that? Head coach says he's as good as he ever looked. Shocker, George. Yeah, that never happens. Right? Uh, what else is he going to say? I mean, I always find that kind of funny. What else are they going to say? Oh, man, this guy's terrible. All right, he reported in the camp. He's like 48 pounds overweight. He can't run. He can't cut. He can't do anything. Of course they're not going to say that. But it's also why during the break you and I laughed a little bit because, you know, when you do hear a report of negativity, even if it's just slightly negative, all of a sudden that raises the, the red flags. The antenna goes up. What? What? He said what about this guy in August? You know, uh, and I always wonder, once again, is it true? Is it a motivational ploy? You know, give him a kick in the butt. He'll let you go, hey, stop, stop fooling around here. we got to get serious. So I always wonder about that. But I always – I said, it's the negative stuff. And I don't, I don't think it's because I'm a negative guy. I'm not trying to be negative Ned here. But I always pay much more attention to the negative stuff, Mike, than I do the positive stuff. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that's fair. I think most of us would have to do that logically because the coach is going to hide, even if he feels negatively about a player. Most coaches will take the time to put them in a positive light. There's obviously different scenarios where that might not happen, but – Generally, those relationships fizzle out quickly. So in terms of Will Fuller this year, look, he he has an injury history that everybody's well aware of. He's now effectively the number one wide receiver. You could argue that Cooks is. I would argue that Fuller is because he's been in the system. He's worked well with Deshaun Watson, even in a limited number of games to where he should have played. And I do think he has a lot of abilities. He's shown himself to be explosive. The injuries are really what's gotten him, George. It has not been him failing on the field, in my opinion. And DeAndre Hopkins was obviously a much more reliable target, and he's a better player. Nobody's arguing uh, the reverse of that. But um, I, I just think Fuller is a guy with the Texans, I think, pushing the ball down the field a little bit more than they have in the past. I think they'll be in a, a little bit more of a need for scoring. I don't know if the defense is going to be quite as stout as it's been in the past. That's sort of my thought process. It doesn't mean I have all the data to back it up, but I, I just feel good about Fuller going into this season if he can stay healthy. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at his numbers here now. Uh, the bugaboo has definitely been health, right? I mean, uh, sure. four, four NFL seasons, he's missed games every season. Uh, two, six, nine, five. I mean, uh, that's an issue. I don't think any doubt that's an issue. He does put up numbers games. when he plays. It's a lot of games in four years. Yeah. At six and a half games a season, that, that's just not good. I can't. It's not going to get it done. He's got to play do better than that. I think he's an interesting player because I would agree with you. I think he is the number one wide receiver. You know, I understand they have a lot of name guys here: Brandon Cooks, Cobb, Stills. All right, but Cooks is another guy can't stay, can't stay healthy for any really uh, length of time here. And I think Cooks is going to be the guy that uh, Houston is going to use to blow the top off the defense, get that safety to play over the top there, so that guys like Fuller, Cobb, have more room to roam here. David Johnson coming out of the backfield. That's a sort of small thing. wide receiving core. They're yes, small. it's t- uh, Fast, tiny though. by NFL standards. Uh, but I think everyone's sort of in a perfect world here. I think they all have their roles. You know, Fuller yeah. is your is your wide receiver. Your your guy you can go deep, short, intermediate, every any way you want him to go. Cooks the deep guy. Cobb is your slot guy, right? And it still is somewhere closer to probably to Cooks than the Fuller as far as another deep guy. Home run here. Uh, yeah, 
uh, home run hitter. That's, that's actually a very good term. I like it. So I, I do think Fuller's the number one guy. And you know what? I do worry if this is another Smith-Schuster situation. And what I mean by that is the number one guy is gone. Antonio Brown left uh, the Steelers. I was worried, as you brought uh, many times, that Smith-Schuster wouldn't have the kind of year because all of a sudden he's going to face number one cornerbacks. He's going to face safeties over the top. He's going to face defenses worried about him. We didn't get to see that last year because of the injury and the fact that the Steelers had no quarterback. Yeah, two, on a tangent, the two players that I constantly think about whose evaluations were really important last year that got put that got completely paused are Juju and Sam Darnold. Because it's like, all right, we got to do this all over again. I don't really know what happened last year. Everybody got hurt, sick, and had bad play around them. So uh, it's like a reset button. It is like, and we'll see what's going to happen with Smith Schuster this year. Uh, Donald, I don't know. The Jets, I don't know what the Jets do. <laughs> uh, we'll see what those two number one picks bring in a couple of years. It's uh, a nice tease for our for our next segment with Brian Costello. <laughs> see, I'm a professional, Mike. I'm a professional. Uh, I had forgotten all about the segment, uh, Brian. Uh, but that being said, uh, I do think the, 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 the wide receiver group of the Texans is a solid groupie. You look at this. I just wonder this, all right? And this is good news for Fuller. What separates him from uh, Smith-Schuster is that Steelers didn't have a lot else going on besides Smith-Schuster, right? Washington at that time wasn't anybody all that great. The Texans do have other options. You might see a defense go, you know what, full is good, but I don't want Cooks blowing the top off and getting, you know, a 70-yard touchdown. Can't have that. Let's put the safety over the top here. We'll keep one-on-one on, one on Fuller. Here's the old theory, you know, death by a 1,000 paper cuts rather than the big uh, gunshot wound. So I wonder if that plays into it as well. Cobb can be a threat. As you mentioned, Stills can be a threat too. If you're going forward, wide receiver set, more guys to worry about here. So uh, I do think as long as Fuller can stay healthy, he'll have a good season. The problem is, you know, you play the old un- over-under game. He's averaging six and a half games missed a season. What's the over-under on games he plays? 11, 11 and a half? In a 16-game season? Man, that would stink if he missed another quarter of the season, if he played like 11 or 12 games out of 16. That would not be what I'm looking for. But because his injuries have been nagging, too. It's not like, oh, he's fine after the four games are over. He's probably going to come back hurt. You know, that's that's what you're uh, worried about. Anyway, draft Will Fuller. You heard it here first. If he gets hurt, don't say I didn't tell you that was possible. Uh, next one, Ralph Vacchiano from SNY reports. Um, that Joe Judd said tight end Evan Ingram has been out on the field doing some work. Obviously, he wasn't placed on pup, but Judge said basically, quote, we'll see on how quickly he'll be ready to go full. Good news is he's not on the pup list. He can get out there. He's not going to be a six-game uh, start to him being on the, on the pup or the IR or whatever. And here he is. Liz Frank injury, though, big, bigger player, obviously, those can be tough to heal. But whenever a player, whenever a coach is not effusive with praise, as I said earlier about somebody at this time of year, I'm concerned. Yeah. Uh, once again, what did I say? Well, when do I get worried? When I hear negativity. Anything that's negative, I get concerned here. Uh, Evan Ingram is a guy I believe in, Mike. I, I believe in the talent. That's what I should say. I think the talent is there. I think the Giants are going to have to throw a ton this season to stay in games here. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, that, they're not a good team. They're going to have to throw the ball. There's plenty of uh, plenty of passes stinks. to go around. The defense is, is bad. Uh, I granted Nate Solder just left. Maybe you're going to get uh, Daniel Jones killed this year. We'll see what happens there. But he's another guy who can't stay on the field. You know, and I wonder this. You know, it uh, just, just came to my mind here. Fantasy football. If you're thinking about drafting any of these, Will Fuller comes to mind here as well. Should you be staying away from guys that get hurt all the time? Because I don't know what the rules are going to be in your league. But if you don't, if we only play 12 weeks this season, we don't get to the playoffs, your league might have a rule where we switch to a points league, which means you need points. I don't know if I want to have a guy, guys on my team that get hurt all the time that might miss you know, weeks four through eight. And I'm, I'm counting on the return for the fantasy playoffs, but there may not be a fantasy playoffs this year. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean that. Those are complications which you're going to have to work out with your commissioner. Potentially calling this if the season gets called, you have to have a certain amount of games played, um, as well as adding at least one extra IL spot or IR spot, however you'd like to phrase I think, it. I think you have to make it unlimited this year. Um, that gets dicey though because it really eliminates strategy. I think you do have to have at least a couple of slots though for guys that are um, on the COVID, COVID. list. Right. So. Uh, anyway, Evan Ingram's first three seasons, 
He played 11, he played 15 games, 11 games, eight games. So he missed half the season last year. He caught 64 passes, 45 passes, 44 passes. His yards per uh, catch have come down each year. He's got a total of 12 touchdowns. So uh, obviously they're going to come down when he's playing less games. So that's the impact of those numbers there. I'm not waiting around anymore, dude. Uh, like sometimes you got to cut bait on guys. And I think Evan Ingram is a guy that I'm cutting bait on. I'd rather have Golden Tate or Sterling Shepard this year and in years to come. George and I'll come back with Brian Costello of the New York Post to talk about the Jamal Adams trade. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb. Tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Welcome back to Football Full Circle. And with us today, we have... Uh, Brian Costello of the New York Post. He's a New York Jets beat writer uh, for the Post and appears on WFAN in New York regularly. First of all, Brian, thanks for being on the show. And uh, secondly, it's obviously been a really big week for the Jets. They are in the news in the NFL in a really interesting way, uh, trading off one of their biggest assets for quite a haul. Yeah, it's been quite a week. Uh, (laughs) I expected some quiet days leading into training camp, but I didn't get them. Um, you know, obviously, you can even go back a week and a half when uh, stuff came out about Woody Johnson overseas and the allegations against him. And then Jamal Adams was uh, forcing his way out of town and he got his wish on Saturday afternoon. You know, I, it, obviously, this has been a story all off season about what the Jets were going to do with Jamal and whether they were going to give him an extension or not. Then it became whether they were going to trade him or not. And uh, for me, you know, I just I never thought they'd get the package that they got from Seattle. So I thought they probably would would you know, have to wait a while to trade or maybe even to the deadline in October to get a deal that they liked. So I was just stunned, you know, when I saw that what they got for him. And I think, um, you know, that, that made it a deal that they, they really couldn't say no to. Yeah, Brian, I don't think anybody could argue that the Jets got a good package in return. I'm curious, as far as you know, did Adams force his way out? Did, the, did him roasting the team really uh, move this along? Or was this, do you think this was in the works for some time now? Uh, well, he's been roasting the team for some time. So in terms of like what he said in that article last week about Adam Gase, the, the deal was done before that. The deal was agreed to, from what I understand, they've been talking for a few weeks. The initial offer was not as great as what they got. At, at Sometime the week before the trade was made, Seattle offered the second first round pick. And that's when the Jets were like, okay, this is something we really have to consider here. And, you know, hard to turn down two first round picks. And the player, they get a player that can they plug into McDougal and the third round pick. So, but the um, salary cap was still in flux. So for C- from Seattle's perspective, 
they wanted to sign, if they're going to sign Jamal to a contract, which it sounds like next year they might do that, they wanted to know what the 2021 salary cap would look like. Because remember, there were reports out there that the cap could drop by $70 million and things like that. So when the cap got settled Friday afternoon, uh, they agreed to it. Um, that's when this deal kind of came together. And, you know, they ironed things out on Saturday and made the deal. So in a way, he shot himself, he just shot his way out of town because he, if he had never made waves through May and June, they wouldn't even consider trading him. Um, but it wasn't like what he said Friday about Adam Gase was like the final straw. They, they had agreed to this deal before that article even came out. What I, my thing is I was surprised Seattle didn't come back after that article came out and said, you know what? I think we're going to pull one of those first round picks because why don't you guys bring this to training camp Tuesday and see how that goes. Like Seattle had some leverage there that I don't think they really used and the Jets should be thanking them for that. Uh, I tend to agree. He sort of rolled a grenade into the middle of the locker room. <laughs> Seattle said, no, no problem. We, we can deal yeah, with it. So, we'll and uh, so again, this is Brian Costello of the New York Post. You find him on Twitter at Brian Coz, C-O-Z. And to recap, the hall that we're talking about Jamal Adams and a fourth round pick in 2022 go to Seattle. Seattle uh, brings back to the Jets, uh, trades back to the Jets, Bradley McDougald, who is a safety that can plug in right away, but it's in the final year of his contract. First round pick in 2021, third round pick in 2021, and the first round pick in 2022. So uh, quite a bit. It's obviously um, official now that the physicals, as you stated on Twitter, officially official with physicals having being passed. But you know, I, I thought it was really poignant what you wrote in thinking your three major thoughts that came from this uh, situation. The, the word that you said you kept coming back to was that it was sad. Yeah. Jets fans love Jamal Adams. Yeah. He played great. He was a, he's the, he's the one of the, frankly, I wouldn't call it rare, but he's one of the guys that returned an extremely high draft pick in value. Yeah, I'd call it rare. I mean, look at the last 10 years. There's not, sure. there's not many guys on this team that they've drafted who've worked out. Yeah. Um, you know, so he – yeah, and I just think back to, like, when they drafted him and the story was, oh, you know, he, he fell to the Jets. No one thought he'd be there, you know, which happens a lot. But they were very excited. I mean, they were genuinely excited when they got Jamal Adams. And they felt like not only would he be a great player, he'd be a culture changer. And, you know, the Jets – the Jets have tried to change culture plenty over the last 10 years and it never seems to work. And they felt like this was the guy that was going to do this. And he really embraced the Jets and Jets fans and all that stuff at first. So to see him go out like this, just torching the organization, the fans really not feeling, you know, hating him and a lot of the stuff on social media, it's just, it, it made me sad. Like it makes you, it makes you sad when you think about it. It's like, you just, um, how did it get to this point? And, you know, we talked about the hall. It's a good trade, you know, for the Jets and what they got, but it should have never gotten to that point. They should have, you know, just you, you wonder how, how it got to this point and where things went wrong between him and the Jets. Brian, I have a two-part question here, really one for each team here. Were you surprised that the Seahawks didn't have a contract ready for Adams to re-sign him? So are they sort of making the same mistake here that the Cowboys have made with Amari Cooper, where now the player is going to have all the leverage when his contract does come up in a few years to get really whatever contract he wants? And also, why didn't the Jets view that Jamal Adams was worth a long-term contract? Is it because he plays safety and some teams don't view that as an important position? Why didn't Adams get the, the deal he wanted from the New York Jets? Yeah, so from the Seattle perspective, it's kind of weird. It's become a trend now where these teams make these trades without deals. Like, I, I remember the Jets were in the Khalil Mack discussion for that trade back then, and I remember thinking and writing, like, this is tough because the team has to give up draft picks and they have to give them a big contract, so it's like a big commitment. But now we've seen, you know, you mentioned Amari Cooper, but Jalen Ramsey got traded without a contract. Yeah. Laramie Tunsil got traded without a contract, and then Tunsil has cashed in. You know, getting I was twenty-two million dollars a year or something like that in the contract. Negotiated by himself too. Yeah, so you're right. They've got they've got leverage. Jamal has leverage with this thing now because they gave up two first-round picks. So it's a strange decision to me why these teams are doing this. I can't really figure out why. I mean, it's resulted in we're getting a lot more star players traded, which is kind of fun for the league. Mm -hmm. But um, it, it's a weird trend as far as the Jets. I think their thing was, um, you know, when you draft a player. The, you feel like you have them on a cost control contract if they, in the case of a first round pick for five years, but at least four. And I think they would have done a deal next year with Jamal. 
uh, they looked at it as there was, there's only three defensive players who's gotten a contract after their third year, J.J. Watt, Luke Keekley, and then Miles Garrett just became the third since the CBA went into effect in 2011. So they were kind of saying, well, this is kind of, you know, not a precedent we, we want to set here where defensive players get this after three years. Now, they might feel differently next year with Sam Darnold if he has a good year to give him a contract after three years. But I do think they were kind of hung up on that. Um, and then when uh, the pandemic hit, I, I do think that's part of this is that teams don't know what the financial future looks like and they weren't going to commit to a long-term contract to a guy um, with that. But the bigger deal to me was I think the Jets felt like, you know, we drafted you with the, within mind that we're going to get at least four years of you at a low price. The fifth year option is a little bit higher, um, but, you know, they, they didn't want to do a deal after just three years. Right. So I, there's two major questions I want to ask. I'll, I'll go in the way of Joe Douglas first, because in your, in your second article uh, regarding this, it, it was really about a Joe Douglas interview where he was going through the paces of this trade. And he was very specific in saying that there was no contract discussed with Jamal and his team. G George and I had reviewed Jamal Adams' comments, taking them as such in that, he felt like he was promised and then it was taken off the table. It's got to be impossible for you to really sift through that, but they're just at odds as to what happened there. Yeah. So yeah, basically Jamal says he was promised a contract offer and the Jets say they never promised him a contract offer. Um, you know, you gotta, in my job, you kind of have to evaluate what people tell you and try to use logic and see yeah. if it makes sense. And to me, I don't know why the Jets would promise him a contract offer. Uh, that's what I keep coming back to. I don't know why any general manager on any team would promise a player a contract offer. There's no need to give them the contract offer. I think I was just about to say that unless it's ready, don't say anything about it. I think Patrick Mahomes might be an exception to that rule. Like after in the glow of the Super Bowl in the locker room, Brett Veach might've said, Hey, we're going to pay you. <laughs> like, and I right. get that, but 99% of the time, it makes no sense. Why would a general manager ever say that? I don't think Jamal is lying necessarily. I think what happens is, the GM talks to the agent, the agent talks to the player. It's a little bit of a game of telephone. Mm -hmm. You know, I think maybe the message got a little misconstrued. I also think Joe Douglas said some things publicly that I took as a contract offer was coming. And maybe Jamal did too. When he, when you say I want him to be a jet for life in February, I can understand the player thinking, okay, I'm going to get a contract. He wants me to be like, now Joe Douglas would say, well, I never said that meant the contract now. Like I could, that could mean a contract next year. So, and then he said, right before the draft, he said that they were going to have discussions with his agent after the draft. Again, that to me says, okay, we're going to start talking about a contract. So I understand maybe where Jamal got that misconstrued, but I, I, do, I don't think the Jets ever promised him a contract extension. You know, Brian, as part of this trade, we all know the Jets got two number ones, number three. How about Bradley McDougal? When I talk to, no one's really talking yeah. about poor Bradley. What kind of <laughs> players did the Jets get here? Yeah, I think they got a solid starter, you know, from everything I've talked to people about. Um, he, you know, he had a really good game, I guess, against the Eagles in the playoffs, I've heard. And, you know, he's a consistent starter for, the, for Seattle for a couple of years. And obviously, they, uh, they have a good team. So he, he, he can be a starter. And we talk, actually talked to him on a Zoom call today. And he seems like a, you know, a pretty energetic guy. He's enthusiastic about being with the Jets. Uh, they're, the Jets are excited to have him. They think he's going to be good in the locker room. He's got a good reputation as a team guy. So, you know, and Greg Williams will figure out a way to use him. You know, a lot of pressure is on Greg now to make this all work without Jamal. Um, but I think the Jets are, are genuinely excited to have McDougald on the team. I mean, he's not going to be Jamal Adams, but I think they're, they feel like he can be a good starter for them. I, I didn't intend to bury the lead, but the the article that you wrote almost uh, immediately after the trade was why Jets players won't be shedding tears over Jamal Adams' ending. So is it because they felt it was going to be a distraction? I, I, he seems to be a, a likable player, uh, certainly amongst fans and potentially his teammates. So can you explain a little bit more about uh, what that meant? I, I think all guys have guys that like them and don't like them. And I, like, I'm not saying Jamal wasn't liked by everyone in the locker yeah. room. But you, there are people, there were people who Jamal rubbed the wrong way. Two years ago at the end of the season, you might remember, he gave a speech after the last game where he thought the Jets needed more dogs in, in their locker room. And basically the insinuation was there weren't good players on the team around. Him. And he was the only good player on the team, you know, and, and some of the players were upset with that. And then last year at the trade deadline, um, it was pretty well known that he was trying to push his way to Dallas, that he was calling players, um, 
on the Cowboys saying, get me there, bring me there. That didn't sit well. And after the trade deadline, when he blew up, he said to us, the media said, I'd love to be a Cowboy. I grew up in Dallas. And, uh, you know, a few players said to me, like, do you really say that? Like, you know, so there was a player. Crossing a line for them. Yeah, he rubbed them the wrong way with that stuff. And, you know, he was a bit of – he was a lot about himself. Um, So, you know, I think – and then all this stuff all spring, ripping the team on social media and and print, I I don't think that's that well with a lot of guys. So, you know, there are guys who are going to be upset Jamal's gone. He's a very, very good player. They know that. But I didn't. I don't think it's it's like the locker room's going to be beside themselves if they traded Jamal Adams. Right. We have less than a minute left here. A little quick question for you. Let's have a little fun here. We got sports grade. We we may like to make a wager or two here. If you had to set the over under on how many NFL games are played this year, what would you set it at? Oof. An over under for games played. I'd probably go. Um, like twelve and a half. That's pretty good. That's yeah, pretty good. That, that's my number. That's pretty good. <laughs> I'll take it. Well, uh, he's Brian Costello. He's the New York Jets beat writer for uh, the New York Post, and he appears on WFAN regularly. Find him on Twitter at Brian Coz. That's C-O-Z. Brian, thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you again soon. No problem. Thanks for having me, guys. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb. Tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Sports Grid. Get on the grid. Back on the grid. Quick segment here to close out this hour. Just got done talking with Brian Costello. Great job there. Uh, he of the New York Post talking about Jamal Adams and, and the fallout there. So, George, now, now the Jets' mission is clear. If it wasn't already, there's one guy on the team that matters now. There were two. Now there's one. You want to throw Quinn and Williams on there? Go for it. And now, sorry, Denzel Mims. Forget the rookies. They matter. I don't know how good they are yet. But if they're all great and Sam stinks, then it doesn't matter. So really, one guy matters. It is often the case with NFL teams that one guy matters uh, because that's how you're building the franchise. But that's it. They've stripped it all down. And Joe Douglas did a good job getting him some assets. He can work with Denzel Mims. He signed a whole bunch of offensive linemen, some of whom are just 
guys out there. But give me your thoughts. Where are the Jets at now? Is this a good move? Is are, are they pointed in a better direction now than they were two weeks ago? Is it a good move? Well, if you weren't going to sign him long term, then this is a very good move. You got value. A one, one, a three, and at the very least, uh, a serviceable safety in McDougald. At, at the very least, he might even be a little better than that. I'm not saying he's an all-pro or anything like that, but he's a solid safety. So you did well, uh, assuming you make good draft choice picks, which remains to be seen here. But you're absolutely right. Now you need to make that definitive decision on Sam Darnold. Is he the man? If he's not, then everything has to start from scratch again. That being said, if it's not nailed down, it gets traded. Right? If you're looking to move anybody you can now who's not nailed down, doing what the Miami Dolphins did last year, you're not going to compete this year. You pretty much announced that by trading Jamal Adams. You're not even trying to compete this year. So if you could trade Le'Veon Bell at the deadline for anything, he goes. You don't want him anyway. He goes. Uh, Perriman goes. Crowded goes. Anybody would go. Herndon or Griffin, if someone's looking for a tight end, goes. Same thing with defensive players. I would start anybody that's not nailed down, you truly don't believe is a part of your future, should be moved for pretty much anything. I agree. Le'Veon Bell's this is last year in New York, whether he wants whether he likes it or not, he's out of here. The Jets total is six and a half, minus 115 to the under. So not a lot of juice yet. Um, is there a positive effect with Jamal Adams leaving because his teammates didn't like him? I don't see it. Jets are a top five draft pick next uh next April. That, that schedule way, was brutal even before they got rid of Adams. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's going to impact the win total all that much. They get to pay Marcus May now, though, his counterpart, so that's a good thing. Thanks for watching this hour of Football Full Circle. On behalf of Brian Rakowski and George Kurtz, I'm Mike Blewett. Thanks for watching. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb. Tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. So, should we go electric? I think we should go electrified with Toyota. Electrified? Electrified means options. Yes, we could go all electric with a Toyota BZ4X, but then there are hybrids like Grand Highlander. Or we could do something in between, like a RAV4 plug-in hybrid. So, Toyota is electrified diversified? Yep, and with more options for reducing carbon emissions, the closer we all get to Toyota's Beyond Zero vision for the future. Exactly. How much coffee have you had this morning? Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero.